Welcome to Tigers in 20 Off the Boards, a Go Tigers 247 audio podcast hosted by lead writer Christian Fowler, where he brings you the latest interviews with players, top recruits, coaches, and more in both football and basketball across the city of Memphis and around the nation. Here is your host, Christian Fowler. What's up, everybody? This is Christian Fowler from Go Tigers 247, and today we will be sitting down with one of the best players in the city of Memphis. And in the past year, this player has been a state champion, a Division II Class AA Tennessee Mr. Basketball, and a Peach Jam champion. Uh, so we're going to get a little bit of insight from him from Peach Jam uh, and from his last year pulling in a ton of big-time offers. So now welcome in Kennedy Chandler. First things first, Kennedy, in the intro, I talked about the last year that you've had. So starting with the state championship, what was that moment like for you? And just walk us through that a little bit. Uh, that was a good moment for me and the team, Coach Harrington, and the school for us winning the state championship. I mean, we worked hard for that, and we just we wanted to win the state championship that bat, that year, and we had the talents and the keys, and we won a state championship. And then also you get named Mr. Basketball in the state of Tennessee. As, as young as you are, that's a huge honor to have. So to be able to get that, to be able to be there with the majority of those guys being seniors and upperclassmen, so what was it like to receive that award for you? That was a huge honor for me to win Mr. Basketball. You know, just a blessing for me, and I was just excited for me to win that. And then after that, you get into you get into Peach Jam uh, with Mocan Elite with your new team. You start, you know, obviously going through the AAU season, then you get to Peach Jam, um, and you guys win that. That moment was huge for you, as we know, in your recruitment as a player. That was just a that was a huge week for you overall at Peach Jam, and then to win it. Uh, what was it like to, to be in that atmosphere? Obviously, Peach Jam's the biggest AAU event of the year, so to be able to win that and to be able to be in that moment, what was that like for you? Uh, for us, when Peach Jam, it just that team, us, we worked we worked really hard. We I think we deserved that before Peach Jam. We practiced a week early, two day, two a day, and for us to win Peach Jam, you know, it's just an honor for me to win it. My first year playing on Mocan, and I'm just like, I was just really excited for us to win that. So those first couple games, like you said, you guys were practicing for it, you guys were preparing for it. After you get through those first couple games, because I'm sure there was some nerves of, of being there for the first time and everything, um, but after getting through those first couple games, how was your confidence? Where was your comfort comfortability at after those first few games? Well, the first game, you know, it wasn't no collar coaches there. I don't pay attention to that, though. It, it wasn't a collar coach, so it was just a regular game for me. I was just playing what I usually do, but the second game, it was just packed, collar coaches lined up. In my first time playing in that gym in the Nike circuit, so I was a little bit nervous, but you know, I kept doing what I was doing, playing my game. And then when you get to the championship game, uh, you get there against Team Why Not, who's one of the most talented teams on the uh, on the EYBL circuit. Uh, so when you get to that that stage, like I said, once again, it's Peach Jam, it's the biggest AAU event of the year, and you're also playing one of the best teams there. Uh, what was your mindset personally going into that game? From my mindset was. To go in, just do it, do just do what I do, play team ball, get my teammates involved, and just to get the win. And then, obviously, I think when you talk about that game, you can't go without mentioning the play that you had. You had the steal and the dunk on Jalen Green. So, walk me through that play a little bit. Walk me through, um, you know, kind of the set that you guys were in, what you saw, and how you executed that play. Uh, <laughs> I accidentally turned the ball over, so I know how to get the ball back. So, I saw him. I try. I made him do a spin move. I went around him, stole the ball, and I looked back, and I just knew. I just went up for the dunk, and I dunked it. So it was just a great moment at that time. 
And it obviously blew up. Like I said, Jalen's, you know, top five player in the class and, and you yourself are one of the top 25, top 30 players in your class. So that was a huge moment of Pete Sham, probably the moment of Pete Sham. Um, and I'm sure in the moment you're not thinking about this is going to go viral. This is going to blow up. But when you go back after the win and, and you get your phone, what was it like seeing all that? My phone was blowing up. <laughs> uh, just my phone. It was, again, a lot of messages, tweets, everything. You know, that was just a great moment at the time for me to make that dunk, so. And then when you, not just, you know, obviously seeing it go viral, but the attention that it brought you, just, I know, you know, it's a humbling experience when you're on that stage and you, and you have a moment like that. So how did you handle it? Cause it is, it's a singular moment. It was it was one play in a, in a, in a large game, but you know, how did that moment just affect you? Uh, after I dunked that, I knew that it was just a close game. And when I dunked it, I usually, I thought it was like we were up uh, a little, a lot, but it was a close game. So for me, I just kept keep focus and just keep on doing what I was doing. And then for that game to come down to the wire, it really was a back and forth game at the end. Very exciting game. Um, I'm very curious, like when you're when you're in that when you're in that point of a game, and like I said, thought processes are always different in games. You're not you're not thinking. 10 seconds ahead, typically you're thinking about what's going on right now. So what was it like towards the end of that game with uh, with you guys going back and forth with Team Why Not? At the end of the game, at the the last second play, you know, it was just a very scary moment because I thought he made that shot. And for us to, for that moment, it was a really huge moment. And we really executed on that and we got the win. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So we just basically recap some of the bigger moments of your past year. Like I said, state championship, Mr. Basketball, Peach Jam champion. In the last year, how have those three events really shaped not only you as a player, but also you know your recruitment and, and the attention that you've been getting recently? My recruitment has been blowing up because at first I only had three offers from UT Martin, Tulane, and Ole Miss. Then after that first session in Atlanta, my recruitment has been you know, increasing ever since then. And I'm just blessed, you know, just a lot of schools calling and texting me. So that's what's going on right now. And then as far as your personal growth in that time, what, you know, where do you feel like in the past year you've come as a player? Uh, for me, probably being a better leader on the court and just improving my game. That's what I've been improving. That's what I've been working on with Javante and Shabazz is improving my game and getting better every day. Obviously there's not stats that can show us who, who did those three things in the year, but it seems relatively exclusive. I don't think many players have done that in the course of a year. So how you know how much pride do you take in, in having a year like this at such a young age? For me, I'm just, it's just been a crazy year. Me traveling out of town every weekend to practice with Mokin and all this, all these things happening to me winning Mr. Basketball, Wednesday Championship, PJM. Me invited USA and CB3. It's just been a crazy year. And I've just been improving myself, playing, getting better every day, and just just doing what I usually do and just do what I do on the court. I think the part of basketball that a lot of people don't understand is that you guys really don't stop. You go from your high school season to AAU, and then, like you said, USA basketball, 
into all these different camps. So have you been able to sit back and reflect it all on, on what you've accomplished recently? Big time, you know, for me to get invited to all this stuff, it just, I just, I get no breaks. So I just gotta keep on just doing what I'm doing. So we've really talked about, you know, your growth over the past year and, and what you've accomplished. And honestly, you've went from a city of Memphis recruit, people really knew you locally to a national recruit very quickly. So when you sit back and look at that, um, and for those people that haven't got to see you play yet, you know, being a national recruit now, how would you describe your play on the floor? For me, describe my game, finding my teammates open, first team as a point guard, uh, being a being vocal out there, being a leader on the court, and just finding my way to score the ball, and that's what I do. And then, like you said, you you have these things that you've that you've really grown with. What are some of the things that you put work in over the off season? Like, what were what were some of the main things that you wanted to improve? improving over the offseason? Being a better leader. That's what I wanted to do for high school. Coach Harrington, my coach, told me to be a better leader. So that's what I've been improving on from high school to AAU season and working on my outside game, my jump shot. So that's what I've been working on. And then going back to the city of Memphis, uh, Memphis obviously has a, a huge basketball presence. It's always been uh, one of the better basketball cities in the country. So what's it like to be another great player in a long line of guys who have really represented the city? Uh, I'm just a blessing for me to be one of the top top players in the city of Memphis and I just want to keep improving my game and being just keep being one of the top players. So school's getting ready to start back going into your junior season now which like I said it's hard to believe with how much you've done already um, but then this offseason what what can you do to take it to the next level again? Uh, you know just working every day working out proving my game working out with Shabazz, Javante and trying to win that state championship as we did last year. Do you feel like now that you've gotten to this caliber that there's any extra pressure added on you? No, not at all. I just keep doing what I do and that's what I'm doing. Is there anything you do to, to cope with the hype or do you really, do you block it out or do you accept it? How do you how do you control and, and really deal with how much hype you've gotten recently? Uh, I just humble myself and don't try to let it get to my head and just keep on doing what I'm supposed to do and not let all this stuff get, get in my head pretty much, yeah. So for, for those that don't know, obviously, it you get put on a platform, uh, you're, you're a national guy, everybody sees what you do. Um, is it is it difficult to be on that platform? Like I said, is it is it easy to block it out or is, or is it just is it just go with the flow at that point? <laughs> you know, after I, after I made that dunk on Jalen, everyone just keep asking me how did it feel? And I just say, it was just a great moment for me to be on that platform on Nike Circuit and be able to make that play. We hit on your recruitment a little bit earlier, but I wanted to save it for here for a reason. Uh, like you, you pointed to it, you've had a lot of offers recently, a lot of interest recently. Um, aside from the hype, aside from all those things, being noticed by coaching staffs is, I'm sure for you, way better than being noticed by recruiting rankings and stuff like that. So what's it like coming from a guy with three offers to you know 35 plus offers now? Uh, well, it just, when you said that, it just amazing, you know, for me to come from three to having 30 plus offers is just a dream come true for me. That's all I wanted for me and schools to know what I do and what I bring to the table. When you're hearing from some of these coaches, because obviously you're hearing from some of the best coaches in the country, is it is it just fun to sit back and, and be recruited by them and, and hear where they want you to play and, and hear what they think about you as a player? Yeah, it's exciting for them to call or text me. It just, them to text me and call every single day, it's just a blessing for me and I'm glad they recruited me. So with everything you've accomplished recently and, and going into your junior season, 
what can you do to exceed expectations now? Because everybody has their eyes on you. Everybody's looking at you now. So what's next for Kennedy Chandler? Uh, next for me, it just continued what I was doing in the summertime and being a better teammate for my for Brock Chris uh, that went leading us another state championship and to try to win another Pijan. That's all I'm trying to do. So, you know, in the city, being around the city, you, I feel like you're, you've been well known for a while now. Your name has been well known. Have you have you felt any different in the city recently? Like, have you have you felt more love in the city recently? What's it been like? It's been crazy. I have. It's been getting a lot of attention from a lot of people I don't know telling me congrats on winning Pijan. Just keep doing what I'm doing. So I'm just, it's, I've been getting a lot of attention lately from the city. And, you know, since all that's happened in the past however many months, what's one of the, I don't want to say craziest, but one, what's one of the funniest fan interactions you've had recently? Uh, just kids key my age. Just saying, like, it's Kennedy Chandler, you know, it's just a lot of kids and just, Younger in my grade or below me, like just saying it's me is like feel like I'm famous or something like that. It just it's just kind of funny and just a great experience, I guess. You know, what's what's your reaction? Like you said, kids your age, probably people you know, kids older than you in high school with you, uh, you get that treatment, you get that star treatment. What's what's that like for you? Did you ever did you ever see that for yourself? I would never see this coming until. A kid, a kid from like all different schools saying, yo, this Kenny Chandler, like, give me a follow on Instagram or something like that. It just, it's like they say I'm famous or something, but I don't let it get to my head or not. I just stay humble and just, that's what I do. And we talked about the city of Memphis a little, a little bit and, and how important basketball is here. So now that you are arguably the top high school figure in Memphis high school basketball, uh, do you feel like it's your time to, to kind of lead a new generation and, and be an example now for some of the younger kids? Yeah, that's what I do. I want to be a, a good leader on the court and show these kids, and if they look up to me, I want to be a great example for them to look up to. So in, in training or anything like that, because like you said, obviously you train and, and you go to all these different places where I'm sure people know your name, especially in the city. Have you had any you know younger kids or younger basketball players ask you for tips or what you do or how you got to this level? Yeah, parents ask me, parents and kids ask me what I get my bounce from or how I, what I do to be this be that good. I'll say I work out with Javante and Shabazz and they end up going to them. So that's what I tell them. So when you you know when you get questions like that, what I guess not not your reaction because obviously like you said you all you do is tell them, but. You're feeling. How do you feel with all that? Is it just is it just really humbling for you? For me, I just feel like they're asking me who to work out with. Like they're coming to me. They can ask anybody in the world who to come to or who to actually train with. There's a million trainers out there, but they come to me, ask me. It just a blessing for me for them. They look up to me and ask for who to work out with, and I tell them. Move. Introducing the Two Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two Way for yourself at NewBalance.com. All right, Kennedy, so we've had fun talking about basketball. What's next? What's come in the past year? But I want to close it out with some rapid-fire questions for you to give you a break. First things up, favorite kicks. I'm going to give you two. Favorite kicks to hoop in and favorite, just favorite kicks overall. Favorite hooping shoes, Kyrie's. Favorite walking shoes, probably uh, 
the Nike Zooms. Nike Zooms, okay. So that's the shoes. Favorite song right now, what's, what's the newest stuff on the playlist? Shot of Flow 3 by NLE Chopper. Shot of Flow 3. Uh, favorite show right now, you got any new shows, new movies you've been watching? I'm waiting on, I watch, right now, I'm watching Friends. Friends? You watching Friends? Watching Friends. You ain't in enough Stranger Things or nothing, you got, you just. I'm watching, I'm watching Friends. You watching Friends. friends. All right, and then last thing, we'll give you a chance to shout out anybody you want to shout out. Uh, I want to shout out to my dad, my mom, my sister, everyone, my family, uh, just my grandma, my granddad, Broadcrest, the school, Mocan, and I shout out my everyone. They all been helping me throughout the process. I just shout them out. All right. Well, appreciate you sitting down with us, man. Good luck this year. No problem. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tigers and 20 off the boards. If you enjoyed this interview, we would love for you to leave a comment and a rating wherever you download your podcasts. If you are interested in daily content all about the University of Memphis athletic program, please hop over to www.gotigers247.com. Articles are uploaded daily, and you can join the Go Tigers 247 family by signing up for the VIP membership for even more behind-the-scenes information.